Hey everyone, yeah, good Saturday morning. It is August 5th, 2023, 8.39 or 8.40 in the morning Pacific time. And as you can see here, I want to talk about something, you know, that I think I've talked about before, but not really much. And I want to give a shout out to um, the YouTube channel that goes by the title, Invisible Women Are My Love. And the reason I want to give them a shout out is because one of their clips came up as a recommendation on my um, YouTube and that clip is right here it's well this is not the clip but it's basically a uh, a screenshot of said clip this is from uh, this one here at the bottom left that is is from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer the series season 6 episode 11 and apparently Buffy uh, has gained the powers of invisibility and is having fun with it. How is she having fun? Well, there's another scene that he has up on his channel where she is entering into a garage and basically showing off her powers to her friends by basically messing with them and all that. Like she's taking two baseballs, making them into eyeballs and going right next to her female friend. And she's taking a skull and going right next to her male friend if you will, and just having fun with it. And then in, in this moment here, she's actually naked in bed with um, Spike. I think that's his name, Spike, or Angel, whatever his name is. And she's just having fun in everything. And, uh, of course, his character, I think, is supposed to be more gothic, more serious, or something like that. And she's just like, you know embracing it like she feels free of life free of responsibility being able to go and do what she wants be what she wants do anything you know without limitations now of course obviously she does change back but you know but she's having fun here and i'll be honest with you you know buffy the vampire slayer you know i've never watched the series honestly i know about the movie but i've never watched the series um i'll be honest with you um, I, I never, I never would figure this series, a series like this, I should say, to have an invisibility episode for a girl. I wouldn't. I mean, I understand it deals with the supernatural and everything, and that's fine. But I never would have thought that they would go the invisibility route and kind of make it a little serious, but more comedic and fun for the main character. You know, and everything, but, you know, again, you know, with these kind, but again, with, you know, shows like Buffy and everything, you, you know, you can expect the unexpected. Again, you know, honestly, I never, never would have thought a series based on a movie that's a, I guess you could say, what would be described the movie uh, as a teenage, you know, it wouldn't be a teenage rom-com, but a, uh, what is it, a, you know, um, you know, a high school thriller or something like that, slasher, high school slasher film or something, horror film. Uh, I wouldn't think, you know, a series based on that on the CW would have an episode like this, especially later on in the series run, where the character gains these abilities and has fun with it. You would expect an episode, if they were to do it, to be early, like this, to be earlier on and everything for the character, but instead... They wait six seasons, get into the 11th episode, and say, let's have a little lightheartedness, and there you go. 
Um, you know, but, but like I said, again, you know, I would honestly not really expect a series, even if they were to do it earlier on in its run, to, to go and do, you know, an invisibility, you know, episode, you know, as, I guess you could say, com more comedic than all the other episodes before and after it, with the main character being able to go invisible. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that, to be honest. Um, but, you know, that, but, uh, but here's the thing, that raises the question, you know, obviously, that does raise the question, why? Why do, uh, depending on the situation, uh, why do the characters, um, the female characters, either the, the main characters or supporting characters, you know, why do the female characters, when they get the invisibility, um, uh, um, I guess you could say power, potion, whatever, uh, given to them, why is it that, in some cases, as I'm trying to say, you know, why do they get silly, if you will? Uh, why, do, why do they get silly? That That's a question I think a lot of people probably want to have answered, you know, I've always been curious about. Now, I'm sure people have an answer to it, I should say. Now, I do apologize it is early and I'm trying to do this before my mom wakes up on a Saturday because she's going to probably water her lawn a little bit or in a little while. So I want to try to get some things like this done. Um, but, uh, again, you know, why would they, you know, act so silly and comedic and have fun with it? Well, uh, well, again, like I said, I know some people might have answers and everything. Uh, to that, and I think the most common answer uh, for the for women that get the invisibility power, you know, either permanently or temporarily or whatever, I I think what makes it, um, I think what makes it so fun for them, if you will, and makes them want to be silly and all that, is and I and I think Buffy kind of says this uh in that one in this one in this bed scene if you will on the bottom left hand corner that uh it's basically liberating it's liberating it, it it's free it's basically you know it basically frees the individual from regular daily life and responsibilities you know they can now go off and do what they want be where they want and not have to worry about anything you know because no one knows they're there and they can be, you know, as free as, as they want to be. And if not, you know, probably act, if not when they're around friends or maybe those that they crush upon or are in a relationship with, you know, they could, um, you know, they could have a little fun with them. You know, they can be silly with them and everything. I mean, a good example is one I've talked about before, and it's right here in the middle in upper right hand corner from the invisible kid this is from when uh china phillips character uh in the movie who is the girl next door and basically the love interest of jay underwood's character this is when she is giving the formula for the first time uh, by jay's character and she decides to start doing a little bit of a strip tease along with the, the along with the the dun the dun dun you know, tune playing to it, and you just, you know, see it kind of like a little bit from Jay's perspective, well, you kind of see it like from her perspective where she's doing it, and the camera's going like back and forth, and 
and everything. And it gets to the point to where she's just in her underwear. Then she takes her underwear off, and then she's asked, "When was your?" She asks something along the lines of, "What was your? Uh, when was your first time?" or whatever. And she giggles about it, and she stays that way for at least a little bit, and then she kind of reforms because the mother starts to get suspicious, like, you know, what's going on? You're like, what? Why are girls? Was it? Why is there? you know, a girl's, um, clothing or something like that in your room or, you know, like, what are you hiding kind of deal, you know, so, so yeah, that's like, so yeah, that's basically an example there of a, of a care of a, you know, of a female character in a movie supporting character, love interest, you know, having a little fun, like she didn't have to do that, but she decided, Hey, I'm not going to get another chance. I might as well, might as well do that because, you know, she feels free. She feels liberated if you will um the same goes for um uh, uh, i can't think of her name right now but the girl but the lady that starred in the invisible woman uh, made for television movie which honest which actually if you don't know about this the invisible woman 1980 i think it was 1984 83 uh, 83 i should say 1983 uh, movie was meant to be a pilot for a series yeah, they were actually going to do, I don't know if it was going to be a sitcom or a comedy that was um, a non-sitcom. And my finger hit my desk there for a second, or my knuckles hit the desk there for a second. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it was going to be, like I say, a sitcom in front of a studio audience. I don't know if it was going to be one of those comedic sitcoms, like let's say Great, The Greatest American Hero, something like that. It might have been mostly in that veins in that vein of The Greatest American Hero, to where it's a comedy, but it's uh, filmed more like, you know, a, a film more like on, you know, uh, like a drama on location kind of deal, but it's comedic. But yeah, The Invisible Woman show, a movie of 83, was supposed to be the uh, pilot for a mo for a series that never happened. But obviously she, but obviously she had a little fun in there herself, like this image here, is her basically applying makeup and everything to kind of make herself feel more normal. And she's applying like powder later on to really bring her face back up. So that way it doesn't look like she, so it doesn't give off the vibes that she is invisible and everything. And then you have this here um, next to the Buffy bed scene there, uh, a moment or screenshot from Fantasy Island. And that's mainly done for... A little bit more dramatic effect, but you can kind of tell that the girl that's doing it is having fun, just doing a little bit of a strip tease by taking off her clothes because she wants to sneak around and find out what's going on with her husband if he's being uh, infideled, you know, to her and everything. But you can tell she is having a little fun. I mean, just the the reaction by the main characters' um, uh, faces when she does this. Is a little bit of comedic gold, and you can kind of tell she knows what she's doing, have a little fun there. This, of course, right here next to it is from the Fantastic Four 2005 movie, and I think this is where Sue Storm tries to escape, tries to, you know, um, tries to escape of something. You know, so she has to strip down and everything and literally, you know, run off or, or do something like that. I know they did that for comedic effect. Um, I don't know if she did this, I, I I haven't seen the movie in a while, so I don't know if she did this also to kind of like distract the guys and do like a little strip tease to, you know, get them distracted or something. I don't know. Again, I have to go back and watch it. But yeah, she, uh, yeah, Sue Storm does do that. 
and everything. And then, of course, you have the Invisible Woman, the 1940s film, which I think this is. I think this is, you know, the 1940 Invisible Woman film, or it could be Topper. I don't know which one. But you can tell that. And, and historically, it's uh, it's singled out as a comedy. So you can kind of tell she's having fun in there as well. Um, but again, you know, looking at all these images, and it does kind of tell you in a way that when you know, when uh, a story had a story for a show or a movie, um, you know, has the character, you know, the female character gain invisibility powers that, you know, most of the time they're going to have fun with it. They're going to feel liberated and free and they're going to want to act silly and everything. And again, a good example of that is Buffy here. You know, at the bottom left and then on the upper right for, with China Phillips' character from The Invisible Kid. You know, you know they, they're going to have fun with it. They're going to want to, you know, get wild and crazy and be innovative and everything. Um, there are other examples out there uh, where they have fun. This is one show where the main character turns invisible. But it's a, it's a show from Australia. It's a show from Australia. But the main character gains the power temporarily of invisibility, and she decides to have fun. I mean, she even starts stripping down, saying things like she's free at last, and everything, and, and all that, just getting excited, and all that, and then having fun with it. You know, because she's liberated. She feels like now she can do whatever she wants, uh, and everything. I mean, even in anime, you have a fairy tale where... Lucy, what what's her name? The main character, Lucy, Lucy Hartfilter, or something. She turns invisible by you know by basically taking a bath with an old kind of potion or something she she made that she didn't think would work again, but it still does apparently. And yeah, she gets a little worried and all that, but then she starts having a little fun, being liberated, like hey, I can do things I never did, I never could do before. Um, I I well basically what I'm trying to say is. She's starting, you know, she gets a little worried, Lucy, in, in the fairy tale anime when this happens to her. But then she starts feeling a little bit more liberated, like, yeah, you know, I can actually have some fun with this. So, you have that. I think they kind of do something as well with Run, Rabbit, Run, which is the Bugs Bunny and Lola movie that they brought out years ago. They do the same, I think, with Lola a little bit. But, uh, but again, it's, you know, it's just, you know, uh, but again, it's just so... So, you know, I, I guess you could say unusual, if you will. So unusual that they would go down this path. But I think this also goes back to something I've talked about long ago. This goes back to the whole shape-shifting thing I talked about. You see, when I brought the shape-shifting stuff up uh, in the past, when I brought that up in the past, and why female characters are always chosen to have these powers... Whether it's someone like Mr. Internet Man with his, you know, Demonica character and everything like that. You know, his Demonica Veronica character, you know, on DeviantArt. Or it's Trouble TRO, or it's Joven16, or Nextstat, or whoever. It's, you know, it's almost, it's like, when you look at what they create, you know, uh, webcomic-wise, or story-wise, or whatever... Um, you can kind of tell, you know, you can kind of see, you know, why they choose female characters to be in these positions. They choose them mainly for the fact that 
the more creative. That Basically, this is a mindset I think a lot of people have about uh, females, period. And I say it with all due respect, no offense. The female mind is more innovative, more creative, more imaginative, more mischievous at times than the man's. Um, so basically that's why, you know, when it comes to the shape-shifting stories, they are always chosen because, you know, if if a female has the ability to, you know, become anything she wants or do or melt down into a puddle or whatever, you know, the, you know, the mind will work, you know, like, you know, clockwork to come up with a, an idea and everything. Like, you know, they'll know exactly what they want to do and what how they want to do it and everything creatively and imaginatively and innovatively and if not mischievously. And I think the same goes for the invisible woman trope here. It's more along the lines of, you know, the more, it's more along the lines of they can be creative with this opportunity. They can be creative. They can be innovative. You know, you know, they can be imaginative or in some cases they can be mischievous like Buffy, you know, in season six of her series. You know, they can be mischievous and all that. I think Sabrina the Teenage Witch even did an episode too, but I can't remember whether or not she had fun with it or whatever. But the point I'm getting at, the point I'm getting at is, you know, the, invi the invisibility trope and shape-shifting trope you know, the, the reason they're always closely associated with women and women being chosen is because of that mind, it's because of that, I guess you could say that, that thought process people have of women are more, you know, imaginative, the more innovative, the more creative, and mostly when it comes to invisibility, more mischievous. You know, in other words, they, they know how to have more fun with it, if you will. But, yeah. That's that's why I think, you know, women, the why women act the way they do, depending, no matter what the situation is, or what kind of environment it is, you know, why they act very, you know, very creative, imaginative, if not mostly mischievous, when it comes to having, you know, the opportunity to be invisible. And that's really all I can say on it. But what do you guys think? Do you think maybe I'm just throwing sticks here? Or do you think... I'm kind of on to something that, you know, as to why both, as to why women are, you know, chosen for, you know, for shape-shifting and invisibility, you know, do you think I'm on to something for, the, uh, uh, you know, when I say that the reason they're chosen for these, uh, you know, opportunities is because of that, you know, creativity, that imaginativeness, that innovativeness, you know, that, you know, mischievousness, mostly that mischievousness, do you think I'm on to something there? Or do you think maybe I'm just grasping for straws? What are your thoughts? Let me know down below. Comment if you like. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, let me know down below. Comment if you like. Live chat will be on if you want to um, comment there when this video is happening live. Also, check me out at BW Roses Discussions Podcast and all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. But mostly, follow me on Spotify. That helps me out very much, especially with the ambassador ads. Get, if I get to a hundred, I'll be able to get that'll help me out financially. Also, shout out to Invisible Women on My Love here on uh, YouTube. I will link them in the description and everything. But guys, give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. And until next time, I will talk to you later. But yeah, give me your thoughts. And do you think I'm onto something?